You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. y'all welcome back to another thursday episode of clapback culture i'm your girl jules jesse and i'm so glad to be here in the building for another episode of clapback culture um let's go ahead and welcome in rado into the show what's up clapback what it do what's up? glad to have you here my friend um listen it's been oh, a busy week that's a good look Oh, thank you. You know, just trying out a little swag. To be honest, listen, I, my lashes ain't done, so needed a little something to spruce it up, honey. You know, I came with a new wig, too. Okay. okay. What you think new, about new, new look, new attitude? You know, I'm trying to keep it spicy for you, honey. Today, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come up with a new name. Okay. Oh. They say they say baddies switch it up. So this is just hey, hey. this is my schoolgirl look. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, listen, it has been one heck of a week. Um, busy over here. We got a lot of events and activities, you guys. Rodney and I have a really busy summer schedule on top of having a newborn um in the house so it's just it's a lot on our plate and of course this show is top priority in terms of making sure we guys we bring you guys some content and bring you the tea so today's episode of Pla- clapback is a little bit more chill and relaxed um and i really wanted to hit some of these pop culture headlines because that's pretty much how i've been feeling like i really don't want to talk about anything too serious in the world. I don't want to be that heavy, but we do need a recap and we do need to talk about a few things. And I want to bring you uh, the new updates on Carly Russell. Guess what, you guys? I'm not going to keep talking about this girl. Um, Just a little update. So she was charged, you guys, and I'm just going to pull this up. She was charged with the misdemeanor. Uh, This is her mugshot. I don't know why the new thing now is to like, have a cute mugshot photo, but it kind of pisses me off that people go in and this is like jail is not, and facing charges is not cute and not cool. So I don't know why people have this like thing to like take a cute mugshot. Like, in fact, I just don't want to be there. So I'm just going to snap any kind of photo. Nonetheless. So she was charged for the hoax fallout. Um, she's only been charged with a misdemeanor one for uh, lying about, uh, well, charged with two misdemeanors. One is the fictitious kidnapping, and the second thing is the nine one one call. So she's being charged with that. Collectively, the total amount that she could serve is only two years. Um, I doubt she's going to give that. But what makes this more interesting is that an Alabama lawmaker is planning to introduce a piece of legislation that would make faking an abduction a felony. And they're doing this in the name of Carly Russell following this big hoax. Um, and so in a statement, uh, Alabama State Senator April Weaver said this, and of course, Republican, but uh, she says this, this fictitious kidnapping caused fear and shock not only throughout the legislative district I represent, but also throughout our state and nation. Um, individuals who co- who concoct and carry out sham kidnappings and lead our law enforcement officers on a wild goose chase must be given severe penalties for their deceptive actions. Um, so, sh- you know, she's going to go ahead and file this bill um, ahead of the 2024 regular session. Uh, right now we are on recess, so I'm sure that's why they're waiting for the next legislative session. But it looks like they're already kind of mixing this bill up. Uh, like I said, Rodney, uh, you know, she checked in. She, uh, you know, she she was charged and then released on a $2,000 bond, $1,000 for each offense. Um, but she's only looking at two years. What do you think about all of this? Should this be a felony? Should there be a harsher punishment? Absolutely. I think it should be a harsher penalty for sure. Mr. Means is a slap in the face. Oh, so like, 
Well, we're yawning. But if you remember last week, I talked a lot about um, individuals and especially men, right, in the past who have been wrongly accused of rape. And that touches my heart in a deep way because, you know, allegations in today's day is more important than the truth, right? People hate the truth, but they love a good juicy allegation because it rips a person of their reputation and everything else and they can never get it back. I mean, they can never get it back. You can make memes, songs, movies, and everything else off of allegations. Well, I feel as though a lot of those women who actually um, partake in those heinous crimes never get punished. It's like, okay, this guy will go to jail for four or five years. His, his reputation is tarnished. Everything is taken. And then the verdict comes out not guilty. And it's like, okay, all he could do is a civil suit. And we always know that obviously the girl screamed rape because she wants money herself and doesn't have anything, to, you know, that you could retrieve from any kind of civil suit. So I'm in favor of these things. Um, women need to stop doing stupid stuff like this. Like this is irresponsible, it's dangerous. Not just women, but people. And it, like anybody who does this. I don't know anybody. Well, who's like, have you ever heard a male who's faked a kidnapping? I've never heard anybody fake a kidnapping. Yeah. So, but have you ever heard a male fake a rape? Oh, I'm sorry. We're still talking about rape. Okay. I was thinking kidnapping. No, no, no. no. Kidnapping as well. But what I'm saying is in both instances. I've, I've never heard of a man faking yeah. rape. In most cases, this thing happens as far as with females. So, you know, I'm just speaking in that instance, but bro, <laughs> excited about what Alabama is doing um, with, 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 with doing this. Um, the touchback one, I was kind of, I didn't want to interrupt you, but I will say that in the past, um, I'm not opposed to the new way of them doing mug shots because in the past, um, what they do, um, especially for black and brown individuals, is that anytime we are arrested for any crime, the first thing they do is find the worst picture they can find of us to put up there. So, well, I, that's true. Yeah, it's like we can get arrested for for jaywalking, and they're going to find the most egregious picture. Um, versus where Caucasians get locked up, and they always, and I mean, these guys can be um, they they could be serial killers. They always going to find that graduation picture for them. They always find it. They have the little tassel to the side, graduation hat. And it's like, you know, we appease to the public. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, get it. I, think, I think culture should get on their own cultures. Like, I'm not taking that for Carly. This was this was ignorant on her part, um, stupid on her part. And, um, you know, she, she has to take what goes for this. Um, one of the things, and, and it's BS, but a lot of times judges will tell you that we need a um, sentence um, respectfully that would deter behavior in the community, right? And I, I know that that needs to be a, a severe penalty so that those around watching knows what comes with this, because there are a lot of women out there seeking attention. Women will do almost anything when they're losing a man, breaking up with a man, or, or, or losing something that they want. Well, so men, men will too. Love, love will make you do a lot of crazy things. So I don't think it's a not gender kidnapping. Not fake kidnapping. You've never you, seen. You've a never man. heard anyone fake a kidnapping other than Carly Russell. No, I, I won't say that. I can't you who? You've never heard of anyone do that? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, but if anybody would do it, it would definitely be a woman. I mean, it would definitely be a woman that would take a kidnap. No, okay. you're well, don't generalize it. Like, listen, no, you've never heard of anyone fake a kidnapping. Carly Russell is herself right now. And guess what? Jesse Smollett faked a hate crime. So there's a lot of weird people that do weird things that are guys and girls. So I don't think it's a gender thing. I think people will. Was he sent well, I know he was tried twice. Was he ever sentenced? Mm, I don't remember, but I do know that Chicago did bring charges back on him. He ended up pleading guilty. I'm actually, I don't remember what happened to that. Um, but nevertheless, when people act bad or act out, things like this will happen. And so yeah. I'm going to like wrap this up in a bow, but I'll say this about the law. I would like to see this bill be a little bit more broad and not just outline kidnapping, because I think you raised a fair point that when people lie um, about crimes, 
specifically if it hurts someone else. Because here's the thing, Carly Russell lied about being kidnapped, right? But it really didn't hurt anybody else. When someone lies about rape, there's a penalty on the other person because no matter what, if I accuse you of rape, you're always going to be seen as the guy that was accused of rape, regardless if people are like, oh, well, Jules lied about it. They're always going to think that you're a rapist. They're always going to remember you as the guy who was allegedly raped him. And it was like, oh, well, maybe he probably did do something. So there's always that kind of like veil of like scrutiny over top of you. So Mm -hmm. in that situation, I think if if we're going to talk about introducing legislation that could kind of cause this to be a felony, I think this bill matches up a little bit more to what you're talking about. And I don't know if the law already speaks to that and that's Mm -hmm. why they didn't do it. But I would like to see if they do go ahead and file this, I would like to see um, other Alabama colleagues submit an amendment to the bill and see if they could include some language that talks about um, like rape and other kind of heinous crimes that affect other people, because that right there to me seems like a felony. Do I think Carly Russell should be charged with a felony over this? No, I don't think it's that serious. I mean, I think we all kind of have feelings about it, but at the end of the day, it didn't hurt anybody but herself. What happened to that baby? <laughs> baby. There was a baby in, in that when, that was in this whole video when she first faked everything. There was a baby involved. No, she lied about the baby. The toddler that was on the interstate? Yeah. That was a lie. There was no toddler okay. on the interstate. Okay. And, they, and they, that toddler never showed up on camera. She lied about all of that. Also, because, did this happen in Alabama? Yes. Okay, okay. Makes all sense. right, Carly, you've taken enough space. We're moving on from you, girl. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll bring this back to you if there's anything else to kind of discuss. Um, more in law and order, child. We got Lizzo, honey. Um, big allegations coming out on her. Uh, the former dance, uh, her former tour dancers are now accusing her of harassment in a hostile work environment. So the lawsuit was released on Monday. Um, I'm going to pull up the New York Times article and give you guys a little bit of information from there because this was really a good one. Um, So shout out to uh, Lauren McCarthy. She's the journalist who put this out. But there are three former dancers, you guys, that followed this lawsuit um, out of L.A. Superior Court, um, basically alleging hostile work environment as well as some other kind of like really odd sexual, overtly sexual atmospheric kind of thing. So um, the law firm presented this out here and they said that the dancers claim to um, have been exposed to an an overtly sexual atmosphere that, uh, that permeated their workplace. I believe that 100%. Outings where nudity and sexuality were a focal point, totally believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that because Lizzo presents like that. Okay, so it also reads on Rodney and it talks about on one occasion while at a nightclub in Amsterdam, uh, the lawsuit says that Lizzo began inviting employees to touch nude dancers and handle dildos and bananas used in their performances. So the bananas were inserted into the genital area of women and they were, I guess, peeled back. And <laughs> Lizzo wanted the girls, the dancers in this case, to bite the banana. Ooh. During that, the... The lawsuit reads like the girl finally acquiesced because Lizzo's like, Rodney, Rodney, Rodney. And like they're building up this chant, trying to get the girls to go out and do it. And then finally, it's just like, okay, after much protest, I don't want to do it, but I will. And they did it because they were out of fear of like getting fired. Right. Um, There's some other claims in here that talk about. Um, You know, it's interesting that Lizzo puts on this persona that she's super body positive, um, but that one of the plaintiffs in this case said that she was fat shamed um, because she was being demeaned 
uh, for gaining weight during the tour and that she felt like she had to um, explain why she had this weight gain and disclose intimate personal details about her life in order to keep her job. (sighs) There's a lot in here. Um, I'm going to give you my quick take. It's all fun until you get fired. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. It sounds like Lizzo was being Lizzo. What am I doing? Reaching. (laughs) (laughs) This is reaching. It's all good until the lawsuits come out, you guys. And it sounds like you were cool. Lizzo is exactly who she says she is. All of these things do not shock me. They don't surprise me. Lizzo presents like this. If you're going to work for Lizzo, you are signing up to be in this kind of environment. Like she is. And they want to be in these environments. You want to be in an environment. What it sounds like is, is maybe something else catty happened. They stopped feeling comfortable and then we got fired. Or it alleges in the lawsuit that she was fired because of budget cuts. Guess what? They don't have to have a reason to fire you. They don't want to work with you anymore. Move on. So now you have this lawsuit. You're trying to defame Lizzo and like send out all these allegations about her. I'm not shocked by this. And I'm shocked that the internet feels like Lizzo is being this cruel, mean girl and all this other stuff. This is who Lizzo is. What are you guys talking about? She's- I, don't, I don't see the problem where she's being mean. At. It just seemed like they went to a strip club. Everything got crazy. I mean, this is this is pretty normal. No one forces people to be at these places. Like, it's a lot of things you could say about Lizzo, but heartless, you can't say. Yeah, um, she she doesn't present that, and they're trying to allege that Lizzo was someone who's who's definitely like a sex slave. That's basically right. that's saying, hey, look, you're going to come to this club and you're going to lick this and you're going to do this, and it's not giving that. No, did, I guarantee you that they was in Amsterdam back in 2021. And this is just something they save receipts on. And needless to say, no one's when you go out on tour, right? And, and you're out working, that's not a part of work. Okay. Right. Liberal doesn't perform at strip clubs. So they were there f- for leisure. I would answer them having a great time. Let's get that correct first. Okay. Come on. People that want to come to come to strip clubs are certain kind of people. We all know people who wouldn't be seen dead in the strip club, right? Because they're not that kind of person. Then you got girls that's turning up. Right. If you're if you're that close to the banana, you're ready to give it a banana split, whether she encouraged you or not. So, I mean, we need to just stop all this rhetoric on how they was peer pressure. Um, Could they have at one point um, been that girl that took off all her clothes and had the guy put the condom on and right when he was about to insert said stop? Could they been that kind of person? Yeah. They could have been someone who went all the way there and was kind of like, hey, look, I don't want to I don't want to bite this banana anymore. And they could have felt intimidated. Right. Because if they didn't do something that Lizzo might have been upset and upset means that she don't like you no more. That happens. But guess what? That's called being an adult. Yeah, that's that's called being at work. Everyone has. I don't know too many people that doesn't have a boss that's not intimidating or they wouldn't be a boss. Right. So we can throw that all that crazy rhetoric out the window. Um, I think these people are reaching. Um, it's sad that these things continue to happen. And, and I don't I hate that they even have an audience for this. Yeah. Um, what, what abuse? What would what, what, what happen? You went to a strip club talking about people putting stuff in their genitals. It's a show. That's what you're there for. That's what okay. they do with strip clubs. This is like. We're, we're, I mean, what are we in a strip about? club in Amsterdam? They're having live sex at the show. Like, you're not going into this like, oh, I'm to- so uncomfortable. No, you're in Amsterdam. You're in the red light district. This is the culture in the red light district. Prostitution oh. is legal. Live sex is legal. Like, this is legal stuff. You're already there. No one is like forcing you to be there. It's just, I don't know. Uh, the other allegations of it being a hostile work environment, guess what? You're working for a Grammy-nominated person. It's going to be tough. It's going to be grueling. If they're, I don't think it's necessarily fat shaming, but I think they're probably like, you need to be in shape to make Here's sure. Here's what I want to be fat. I keep telling the world. 
Lizzo keep playing around, keep trying to um, make it seem like being fat is okay. No one's comfortable with being overweight. She need to stop that. So, yeah, she probably said something about their weight. Lizzo was coming on camera telling everybody, hey, look, I love being fat. I love being who I am. And she's going home miserable. I'm telling you this. I don't, I I listen, I agree. I I, I talked about this on the show a long time ago. Don't nobody want to be fat. I don't know what that, it it never gives that. At that size, Lizzo got seven more years to live. She better live them. Seven more years, because that, honey, that thing is big. Stop what you doing. Real big. And and I'm not body shamed. See, my thing is this. Every time we talk about LGBT, every time we say, if I come out and say I don't want my son to be a transgender, now I'm against all transgenders, so now I'm upset. If you come in and tell someone that, hey, look, um, you're fat and, and, and you should, you know, you, you, you should lose some weight so that you can be healthy, that's not body shaming. That's giving you a, a, a diet, that's giving you a, um good advice. That's giving you a diagnosis, which is common sense that would say, hey, look, if you're overweight, especially if you're black. It's going to lead to heart failure, heart disease, um, um, a clogged arteries, all those different things. It's an unhealthy lifestyle. Your body wasn't meant to be like that, you know. So, I mean, Lizzo, I like Lizzo. I think she's too much. But this is the one time, and it's a lot of times I'm not on Lizzo's side, y'all, because she do a lot. But I am on Lizzo's side tonight. I'm Team Lizzo. Um, she's still a she's still a wonderful black woman. Um, shame on these people that's trying to take her money for doing some stuff they wanted to do. And the last thing I'm going to say, it gives very much uh, a girl who went to a water park and got her hair wet and then tried to sue the park. I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. I think I think this is reaching. I don't think they have a suit. Um, I don't think this should damage, you know, Lizzo's reputation for championing body positivity and inclusivity. I don't think it gave that. I think if anything, um, if she knowed, and it's not even Lizzo, right? Like Lizzo's not checking the dancers. There's a coach, there's a choreographer. There is the company that is dancers that's managing all of this. So while Lizzo is listed because she's the headliner, there's the people that work for Lizzo and manage these people. So if they felt demoralized, they're feeling demoralized by those people. But Lizzo's entire brand, like the name of her dance company or, or matter of fact, the the one of her shows on Prime was or on Amazon Prime is called Watch Out for the Big Girls. Her whole brand is about big women. So I don't think that she's all of a sudden being like, you're too fat. I don't I doubt that. I highly doubt that. Um she did because she the biggest. The biggest. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop Mm-hmm. It's not nice. Uh, it's not, but it's real. I mean, look at me. I've gained a few pounds. I don't like it. I want to get in better shape. It's you not gained a few pounds. Yeah, I gained a few pounds, and it's not fun. Listen, I'm, I'm like fifty pounds overweight right now, and I'm not. Imagine, smash, imagine being in, in the room with all of that. Could you imagine what that's what that's giving? That her and all them dads. You know what that smell like. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It is Rodney, Rodney, stop. Man, man, I'm telling you. Man. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Crawford wins um, in a dominant performance, you guys. So there was a huge fight over the weekend. Um, I'll let you lead on this. What happened over the weekend? Who was fighting and why is this important? Crawford with the win. Look, y'all, it was a hell of a fight. Um, Crawford took it in the ninth round. Um, Beat your boy Spence up, knocked him down three times. Earl Spence was the bigger fighter. Um, He was the favorite. And most people just definitely thought that he was going to take it. But Crawford came out. He was serious, man. Uh, one of the biggest factors, what everybody say, you know, he came out to Eminem. No one has ever brought Eminem out. When you think about um, um, boxers bringing artists out, they usually bring the, the new young guys out that have like these new songs and things of that nature. And it's kind of like, you know, a nice hip thing. But he brought out um, um, Eminem. And the song was, You Better Lose Yourself <laughs> in the music, the moment. 
it was just like it was a moment, you know, and he went and it was a very it was serious. Everything he did was serious. He was calculated. And it was just, man, he was just moving, moving with the sound is just just to the rhythm of his own drum, man. And it was just one of the one of the best fights I've ever seen, not just this year, but that, that I've ever seen. Fights been born lately, to believe it or not. Um, Mayweather, yeah, yeah. Mayweather, one of the greatest fighters ever, but his fights are boring. And I don't know if I'm if I'm going to say that people scared to say it. I love Mayweather. He's successful, one of the most successful people in this world. Um, but his fights are boring. You know, um, he's a very defensive. He's 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 a technician. He likes to win every round, and and by moving around, hitting and moving, um, you can't hit him. But Crawford really brawled and he fought and he just had a really good time um, beating that boy up. And now you got all these excuses coming out. They're saying Earl Spence was too small, that the accident that he had and, and he was too dry and all these different things. And, you know, shout outs to him because one of the biggest things that they didn't put on the news was that Terrence Crawford gave him his belts back. So Terrence Crawford won three belts from him. Um, and obviously he can't take those titles away. They will still go to Crawford, but the actual physical belts, um, Crawford gave him back to Earl Spence. Um, I've never seen that done. Um, it just shows the class that, that Terrence Crawford had, you know, AKA, but man, that was a good fight. We was excited, man. It was a good, good fight. I think Spence, um, I love the fact that Crawford gave back the actual physical belts because I don't think Spence is going to fight again. Um, for those who do not know, uh, what, what's his name? Is his name Terrence? Terrence Spencer? Terrence, oh, Crawford. Terrence Crawford. And, and, and Errol Spence. Errol Spence. Thank you. Um, anyway, so Spence was in a really traumatic car accident in 2021. He was ejected from a vehicle um, at a high speed. Right. And so they are saying that you know, a part of this fight was a part of his loss had things to do because he had some residual effects from that. Listen, you're never going to be the same after being ejected from a car moving 120 miles an hour. We do have a video of the highlights, you guys. So we'll take a quick look at these highlights and see what really happened in that fight. Let's take a look. Now we get to see whose arrow this is. Will it be Errol Spence Jr.'s arrow? Or will it be Terrence Bud Crawford? That's Avers Spence. Back comes Crawford with the jab. Down goes Spence. How quickly that changes. Listen, you guys, it was a hell of a fight. Down goes Fraser. Down goes Fraser. It was such a good fight. Very entertaining. And, and, you know, that's what the people want. To your point, like, that's why I don't really get excited about Mayweather fights. Um, I really don't get excited about uh, Tank Davis fights either because they're really tactical. They're really, like, tactical. Um, This was a fight. It was old school. It was a lot of like connection. Um, and, and shout out to Terrence Crawford. He was in shape. Um, he was ready to go. He was strong. You could tell he could hit hard. I mean, listen, this is what happens when you show up prepared and you do the work. And so, um, shout out to both of them. I think they will be friends after this. I really love the camaraderie, um, that I saw in, um, kind of, outside of the ring with them pre and post. Um, so I'm excited to see where they're going to take this. And I'm excited to see Terrence Crawford's next fight. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, I swear y'all last few days, we just been watching Rocky, man. I just been getting my, getting my stuff together. So hype from the fight, man. So hype from the fight, man. All right. <laughs> well, listen, let's take a quick break. But when we come back, 
I want to talk a little bit about some relationship drama that has been hitting the airways. You guys stay tuned. You're watching Clapback Culture. Big Tobacco thinks they know everything. They think they know you, your community, the places you go, the way that you spend your time. They think they got you all figured out. Down to a formula, a calculation based off of numbers of what they think they know. Show them they're wrong. Learn more at theythinktheyknowyou.org. COVID-19 hurt my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME and a housing counselor stepped in. They talked to our lender and saved our home. Because falling on hard times does not have to mean losing your home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHAF.org. The new COVID-19 updated booster provides the best protection available right now. So don't wait. Stay safe this summer and get your updated booster today. To find a free vaccine provider near you, go to kingcounty.gov forward slash vaccine. Hey, I'm Basil Gordon. You may have heard my voice on Hits 106.1 or seen me on Converge Media, but now I'm coming to TV. I'm hosting the newest show on Fox 13 called Back to Basa. Check us out every weekend for the hottest topics, interviews, the latest trends, and uplifting stories. We're going to have so much fun, and teams, we got you too. Back to Basa, Saturday nights, 10.30 on Fox 13, and Sundays at 10 a.m. on Fox 13+. Plus. What will it take to get two dozen powerfully passionate individuals to settle their differences as they hold the future of our nation in their hands? Direct from Broadway, this is 1776. August 2nd through 6th. Tickets available at fifthavenue.org. All right, y'all. Welcome back to Clapback Culture. Yeah. I'm your Jules Jesse. Um, I got Rado in the building. Listen, I have not heard of celebration and divorced being used in the same sentence. So I'm bringing a new topic to you and I want to get your thoughts on this. Why do people do this stupid stuff? There is now a such thing as divorce parties. I mean, this is kind of in the new wave of like uh, gender reveal ceremonies and like, um, you know, just all the, the huge sweet 16s. Now we have divorce parties coming to the forefront. And so basically this is celebrating the end of your civil union. Um, I bring this to you because uh, it was being posted on social media with um, hip hop, love and hip hop uh, co-stars, uh, Bambi and Scrap. If you guys even follow the show, you don't even need to follow the show, but they both held um, a divorce party. I have a clip of Bambi's. I'm going to let you guys see it. I haven't seen it. You want to see this? Yeah, there's a small clip. I have a small clip for us to look at, but I want to have a conversation about whether or not we think this is appropriate. Let's take a look. I want to say um, shout out to my family that's in here with me. Yeah. Listen, I got my whole motherfucking family over here and we celebrating what? Yeah. Yeah. We're having a little private little uh, divorce party, but it's still with. I'm trying to publicize it when we get it a little bit. But um, yeah, that's important. Huh. The signs, the signs, the signs. So her ex-husband, Scrappy, actually had a way bigger divorce party, which I didn't pull the clip from his, um, but he had a way bigger divorce party. His mama was there. I just think this is a stupid, stupid, stupid thing to do, um, specifically when you have kids. Um, that are involved, a part of this marriage or this former marriage, because they have two kids together. Um, I just think this is a terrible display of what um, co-parenting needs to look like, what relationship needs to look like, because just because we divorce doesn't mean we can't and can't get back on common ground, especially when there's kids involved. And so 
This is ignorant. Um, I think this has been something that the culture has been pushing to make cool and to make cute. But really, there's a lot of negative outcomes that this can lead to. And I think um, any mutual friends uh, that are a part of this and are allowing the divorcee to make light of the situation really um, aren't really thinking about the damages that this could do moving forward. When you're coming out of a relationship, whether it's long or short term, there's a lot of things that you have to unpack and kind of move forward with. I just don't think this is a good idea. I think there needs to be an opportunity to recenter, find balance, get healing, if you want to do something to help your friend or your daughter or your son feel better post-divorce, take them on a private intimate trip. Bambi to me in that clip looks so uncomfortable. Even, even when she got the microphone, she was like, oh my God, they gave me the mic. She made it a point to say, this is a little private divorce party. There wasn't a lot of people at her divorce party. It looked like probably 15, 20 people at most. I'm sure they did it for the cameras for Love and Hip Hop for some content and they need to get that little check and that coin. Um, but there's a lot of other normal, regular people who aren't on TV who do this. And I just don't think it's cute. For me, I think it's a clear indication um, from from my perspective, in my opinion, on how the marriage was going to fail anyway. And why do you say that? Um when you have vast majority of family members there to celebrate something like this, this means that they were never in it with you from the start. Yeah. Imagine what happens is when you, when women and men marry, they marry their families as well. And when you call someone, your sister-in-law, your brother-in-law, um, that's someone who's, who's indebted in you. That's someone who, who loves you dearly. Um, that's someone that respects you. That That's someone who loves you like a real sister which is why you're called the sister-in-law. Um, and no point should a mom or a sister-in-law or a cousin feel comfortable in any kind of way, um, even going forward with a divorce, you know, no matter how toxic the environment or whatever it was, um, you know, respectfully, they will allow them to separate. But to have this kind of party, you're just degrading each other. One of the things that I could touch on that I actually agree with you, Jews, about is that, how you need time. And why do you need time? Um, when you divorce or when you separate, there's a lot of things that you have to unbag, right? Um, you have everything together. You have a home together. You have bills together. You have children together. You have cars together. There are so many things that you have together. Um, it takes a long time to separate those things equally or or fairly or however you, you know, want to put it. What you don't want moving forward in a relationship is to have that. Blood. Yeah. When you coming around, there's always an argument, a fight, and, you know, all those different things. It just make it harder on the children, you know? So I hate to see this, and I really hate it for my people. Um, I just don't know too many whites that have divorce parties. There are no Asians. Asians. Um, That's not true. I don't know why you always make it a race thing. There's people do this in all cultures. A lot of people do this. Can you give me examples? I don't know any. Yeah, you can Google it and see like people turn up and do divorce parties. If you put in divorce party on Amazon, you can go mm -hmm. in the review section and see who's shopping for this for the like the gift packages. It's blacks. Oh. It's white people. It's Asian. It's everybody. There's a lot of people that do this. Okay. Well, for, for me, I, you know, vastly, I see a lot of things um, over time, whether it's Google, whether it's in person, whether it's in the news. And for me, I always make it a race thing because to me, from my opinion on my lens, as I'm opinionated on this show from my side, it's what I see. Um, I see a lot of things that happen culturally. I think that there are vast differences with different cultures that do different things. And when it comes to blacks, um, I always comment passionately on things that I don't like um, because I think that certain trends, I think that is pushed um, in, a in a negative way with blacks. And for that reason, I always speak out against those things. For me, um, divorce party is something that's, that's fairly new. Um, and I see it a lot with blacks. Do you see um, gender reveals, um, you know, all over? Yes. Do you see gender reveals mostly with blacks? Yes. 
Um, the, I'm saying for me, from what I see, I'm speaking from my eyes. That's your um, algorithm. Well, I can say my algorithm, but there's a lot of things that I that I view that's not just social media, right? Um, it could be my community. It could be you know what I see on the news. It could be from what I hear. It could be from what I see in magazines. This is my view and my viewpoint. You know what I'm saying from what I see. And I do see that a lot of these trends that really don't really lead to nothing but spending, I see that a lot of it, you know, ends or, or starts with blacks, you know. Um, I just feel like we're the culture when we do things is amplified in a huge way. And, and for that reason, um, I commented and said that when it comes to these divorce parties, um, I hate to see that it's a lot of blacks from me uh, because that's what I see. Um, it's, it's not a good look. I, I think it's degrading, you know, for the most part. And I, I just hate it. Yeah, it's not a good look overall. I don't black, white, green, purple. It's stupid. Like you should not be celebrating. There's no I think there's just no celebration in a failed marriage. Right. Because there is so many things to unpack. There's so many things, um, especially when you have kids like you, to your point, you have to be able to build that bond with the person after the fact and it just looks differently and so how do you navigate that relationship differently um without this so i hate this but again you know they had to get their love and hip-hop checks so this is where we at with it yeah. um, one thing i can say though is people in the comments in the shave room were also in agreement with me or within with us that this is not something that we want to perpetuate in the culture no it's not it's why it's uh Speaking of relationship dramas, we got some ring camera footage of uh, Meech, little Meech, allegedly walking his cousin who in an apartment in Houston, walking his cousin to the door uh, to drop off some groceries. Let's see the viral clip and we'll come back and we'll talk about it. Huh? Lil Meech was caught on a ring camera cheating on Summer Walker just three days before she took the Twitter to tell us she was done with him and his cheating ways. Yesterday, Summer Walker posted on her Instagram story and said, try my best to be Jada Waiter, but I couldn't. It was cute, though. I wish him the best. And she got dragged all over social media for bringing up Jada. She also posted on her Instagram story and said, can't do that cheating stuff. So today, a TikToker posted a video of Lil Meech going inside her neighbor's house. So the person that posted this TikTok, the caption says that ain't summer ring gonna catch you every time. Now Lil Meech did go on his Instagram story and try to deny that he was cheating, but actually helping his cousin bring up groceries. Damn, I can't help my cousin bring the bags in the house. We went to the grocery store, man. Lil Meech. All right, you guys. Um, listen, few things here. Number one, I don't care if what Lil Meech was doing at the apartment. I don't care if he was bringing groceries. I don't care if he was busting it down. I really don't care. Um, what I am offended about is that the neighbor felt it their business to leak this on the internet. I think I wouldn't dare do this um, if I was a neighbor. Like, you don't, where is the privacy? Like, where is the privacy? Listen, this might be something you circulate through your group chat and be like, girl, my neighbor had little Meech over at the house, but you only send that to like your good group chat where you know ain't nobody dropping it to the blogs. Like this is a mess. Nah, she can get sued for that. So it's a couple of things, right? One, Meech, I didn't see you with no groceries in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I can't, you know, confirm or deny if that was his cousin on that. So I hope it was his cousin. Um, so. I mean, it, it could be though. Who is us? I, we don't know his family, so it could be. Um, I don't want to be this hypocrite and just be pro man and say, "Oh my God, he wasn't cheating." But I will say that it takes some time for a man to go in someone's house, take his clothes off, and have sex with someone in seventeen minutes. I don't believe it. Um, whether it was, you know, whatever the case was, watching that, um, they didn't seem to have a sexual chemistry 
going through the hallway or going through the door. He let her go first and walk behind her. So it seemed, it just seemed platonic. Needless to say, um, the video stamp started at 140 when they went in, <laughs> this ring camera she had, and then he came out at 157, 17-minute um, laps. I just don't see it. I don't see the cheating part. Um, obviously, Summer Walker is fed up, not just with this, but with anything. I, I mean, one of the things I learned over the years is that for men, it's not the cheating part for women. It's the embarrassment part. And with her, um, you know, getting all this hate mail, embarrassing mail from the world to see something like this, I'm sure she's just fed up. But um, I hope their relationship can work. They seem like a good couple. Um, he seemed genuine. But I mean, you know, a little me, she's young. How old? What's the age difference with those two? Do you know? I'm not sure, but I think they're a terrible couple, actually. I think, I think they're a terrible couple. Um, I think Summer Walker, in her own words, says that she's in her soft girl era. I think she had two failed relationships right before Lil Meech. I think she just needs to give herself an opportunity to heal, raise her, her kids. She has three boys now. Listen, girl, relax yourself. You jumped into the relationship with... Lil Meech, who has a, you know, a pop and show, a lot of women that are after him. It just gives like, and he's already been found, like another girl posted like nude with his chain on. So this is not the first thing, um, but I think Summer's corny for coming after Jada Wada um, and making this about her. And what's, saying, that, Wada? what's that connection? Jada, Jada Wada, is that um, Lil, um, Little, um, little, little baby. yeah. So Jada Wada, you guys, for those who don't know, she's just, she's not just an Instagram influencer, but she is a, an influencer. She started like, she's a, she's a self-made millionaire. Um, and she is dating and in a relationship with little baby who continuously gets caught cheating on her as well. Um, oh. and so the reference is that she couldn't give that Jada Wada energy because Jada always goes back to little baby. Oh, okay. Um, and so I think it's I think it was weak to throw a shot at Jada, um, considering she had nothing to do with this. This is, you know, Summer Walker's own thing. Summer yeah. has too big of a platform. Jada has too big of a platform to kind of be, you know, using this as an opportunity to take shots. If that's something you want to say to your friends off camera. OK, cool. But you tweeted that like that was your first tweet. Um, before you broke up with Lil Meech. And she broke up with him a few days before all of this happened, before this video was even released. I just think people need to grow up and mature and stand firm on what they believe in. Listen, if you're going to be with a dude who cheats on you, then be with a dude who cheats on you. If you don't want to be with a dude who cheats on you, then don't be with a dude who cheats on you. If you, you know, whatever it is, like, this whole thing of like, let me bring somebody else into my mess to make me feel better is corny. Like, super corny, super corny. And I don't want to do anything privately anymore. And it just blows me like taking, having everything on social media, blowing everything up. Like, people have no decorum anymore. And I just don't like that. I hate it too. You know, I mean, it's, and my thing is, I don't say it's her fault, but a lot of the points that you've made about, her understanding the kind of guy that she dated and the guy she dated prior before always says they fought because she understands it's not about a woman healing. That's not what she needs to do. She needs to have a better choice in men. Yeah. She wants a guy that's money, that's flashy, that's in the industry. She knows what comes with that. She's been there before. Right. So we talk about healing process. No, a, a, a great man can help her heal and will help her be able to trust. She needs to find a guy that she knows is going to be a good man. Women know we talked about this the other week. They women know. Know what men are. They just don't want the good man because good men are boring sometimes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And for that reason, they continue to go through this cycle of getting these men who so-called rich and popping or in the light at that time. And you got to take what comes with it. You know, but I think it was me. You know me. Uh, here goes me again um, being pro-black. But um, I hate to see black women bring black women down. Leave Jada Wade out of this, man. She ain't, she ain't doing nothing to nobody. You don't see her throw shots at nobody. She take what little baby give her, and she she know what she got. She knows she young. They in their young 20s. She sees something great in, in little baby. 
there's a lot of there's a lot of good attributes that I that I hear about little baby. They say he's extremely smart. He's extremely different. He's extremely close. You know what I'm saying? Private and things of that nature. So, I mean, she sees some things that we don't. Yeah, listen, and I'm sure he's giving her a different version than what is being presented out to us in the masses. So, again, I don't really care about what they do behind closed doors. I'm almost certain that Jada or Summer Walker, they would be open to these men who are, um, uh, what would we call them? What's the word? Good man. No. Uh, what does Cam- Kevin Samuels always say? High value man. High value man. Thank you. He coined the term, right? So high value men come at a price. And a part of that price is that they are going to seek more than one woman because they have that option. And so you have to think about um what that looks like when you get into a relationship with somebody like a Diddy or somebody like, uh, you know, a Rick Ross. Diddy, or- Diddy goes crazy, though. Like, I feel like, Diddy, I don't know if it's because he got a different kind of money, but Diddy, like, really does what he wants. No, no, no. Nick Cannon does what he wants. No, 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 no. Oh, no. you're Nick Cannon does, but Diddy does what he wants. You know what I'm saying? Like Nick, Nick, Nick is a has like eleven baby mothers. Yeah, but that's a coat. Nick is doing Nick. Nick is on our. Okay, what time. about future? Listen, nine Nick, baby mothers. Listen, that's future lies to women, and he sleeps with them. Nick Cannon doesn't do that. Nick Cannon is giving R. Kelly, but they just overage. He got <laughs> somebody with him on his team that's recruiting these women. I'm telling you, I'm telling you this. He recruits the women. He they sign a contract. It's a whole thing. Like it's a and whole coat. Them out. Yeah, and they all some of them be with each with each other. It's it's a this is a coat. Nick Cannon doing something different. Listen, let, we're running out of time. Let's move on. Okay. Cardi B is uh back in the headlines. Um, okay. this time for throwing a microphone at a fan. This is interesting because when it first came out, it was that she threw the microphone at the fan because the fan threw water at her. Mm-hmm. But now it's coming out that Cardi B asked for the fans to splash her. Let's take a look at the clip. Yeah. So Cardi B asked fans to splash her lady parts with water before she threw the mic. Hey, what's up? I'm A-Dub and check this out. So Cardi B performed at an outdoor daytime party at Dre's nightclub on Saturday, July 29th with footage from the event showing her in the midst of performing Bodak Yellow, getting soaked with water from a fan in the crowd. In response, Cardi threw her microphone at the offender and was seen saying something along the lines of jealous as a drink tosser was escorted off the premises. Now, it seems the fan that tossed the drink was merely following orders, with TMZ reporting that right before the viral moment, Cardi asked fans to splash her with water. Additional scenes captured during Cardi's performance show her demanding the crowd to throw water on her in between songs since it was 105 degrees that day. Cardi's DJ additionally encouraged the crowd to splash her, and at one point, she even bent over and directed fans toward one particular area that needed hydration. So, <laughs> you asked for it. You totally asked for it. And so now you're going to get this clap back smoke. Well, you can, don't I, can, I just, can I ask this question, though? Because I, I know this is kind of crazy, but since when is it okay for a married woman to say, put this water in my pussy? When you're Cardi B. Cardi B is not pretending to be nothing okay. new. This, when you marry a stripper. Okay, okay, okay. We can yeah. go back to it. I just... Let me let me give Cardi B this clapback smoke. You cannot ask your fans to do one thing and then think all of a sudden when you get back into your set that they're supposed to then switch it up and not abide by those rules. I'm actually not sure why she was so triggered by this incident anyway. One, it was water. Two, you already asked your fans to throw water. water. It looked like a drink, though. 
Even if it was a drink, you asked fans to throw and splash water at you. What are you talking not about? A, not a drink, though, Lucy. Uh, that's that's that's. You don't know. Well, number one, you don't know it's a drink. Okay. Okay. There's no there's no information that says that that was a drink. Okay. What was it? It came out of a cup. All the other stuff was out of like bottles. Like that's was, not true. You didn't see that. Everybody had a whole bunch of stuff. No, I seen bottles. I seen like water a bottles. drink. A, a cup, a bottle. I don't care what it is. If you start asking your fans to throw stuff at you, they throwing stuff at you. You don't get to pick and choose how to route. These are fans. They're drunk. It's 105 degrees outside. Ain't nobody think there is not a set. No one's like, okay, let me make sure I do this. No, 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 no. No one has any quorum. It's not giving that. You're at a party. You're at a concert. It is bound to turn up when you're out there. So if you are inviting your fans to throw water at you and then you're giving them expletives like and make sure to put it in my you know what, you're also inviting them to be vulgar with you. So I think she totally overreacted in this sense. The other sad thing is, is that the microphone didn't even hit the intended target. It hit a girl next to her. Mm. Um, and so I agree with this lawsuit that she's filing this lawsuit because I would be damn. Listen, if Cardi B throws a microphone at me, I'm going to cash in that payday, especially if I'm just an innocent bystander and I didn't throw anything at you. I'm definitely filing charges like I need that good, though. Cheese. I need that, sis. But I think this is another incident of Cardi overreacting and acting badly. This is stupid. You can't ask for somebody to throw water at you and then get mad when they do. Look like a drink to me. I don't know. Now I, I get it. Um, you know, it, it was it was crazy. So initially, when you first see this whole incident, it's like, wow, what is the crowd doing? But to see that clip is crazy. Like for her to be asking him to throw water on her, the whole nine yards. Um, I agree with you, Jules, on this one. Like, I feel like what triggered her? And to me, it just seemed like um, you know, she was kind of like pointing, you know what I'm saying? She was, you know, putting her genitals up or her butt up, like throw water here, throw water here. And then it kind of calmed down just out of the blue. It just seems like she was splashed all in the face, her hair and everything else with the water. And I just think it, it, it was like, a, a re, you know, like one of those, you know, reflective kind of moments when she was like, hold on. Um, again, and I do think it was a drink, but, you know, needless to say, um, she got to be able to understand how to handle herself. Um, she knows what comes with this. She has money put to the side for these things. All um, people, celebrities do, because obviously they already know if you touch somebody, punch somebody, spit on somebody, say the wrong thing. You got to pay a cute out. little settlement. And I need that cute little settlement check. Give me a little. This you know girl will settle for a little fifty hundred thousand and walk away. It'd be little, for assault. Be like a one fifty two hundred. You know? But guess what? I'm gonna be honest with you. They they might even take something as small as twenty five and be like, "Hey, listen, here's twenty five thousand. Let's just leave this alone." Somebody might do that. To be you honest, any celebrities you know that could come punch me in the face. Wait, you would? So you would let a celebrity punch you in the face for a bag? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> What's your chart? Like, how much do you want for the punch? I would love for you to go find celebrities to come and smack me, punch me, kick me in the damn stomach. But but how, much, how much do you want? Like, what's your dollar amount to settle? I mean, I'm going 50 or less. I mean, I'm 50, 25, 30. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I'm going to raise 50,000. I'm good. I've been punched for free. What are you talking about? <laughs> good. And that's what I'm saying. I said 25. So a microphone for 25,000 doesn't seem unreasonable, right? It doesn't. And that's, that, there's no way Cardi's giving out no 25,000 for something like this that went viral. Viral events bring more attention. More attention equals more money. Okay. You're out of control. A lawyer will call you for this. It would be so many lawyers calling your phone that you would have to change your number, like literally. You know so what how I'm many, um, how much do you think this girl should get? Not how much she should. She's going to get at least 150 or better. I okay, guarantee okay. it's going to be a disclosed amount. Undisclosed amount. Undisclosed amount, for sure. And she's going she to get that bag. You know what I'm saying? She's going to get that bag. But just let me know. If you want to send a few emails, you know, a few celebrities that's upset, that need somebody to take their anger out, I'm your guy.
<laughs> for 50,000. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, listen, that is the end of this episode. Thank you for tuning Let's in. Go, Papa. Rado, when you're not here on the show, where can they find you? You guys can find me at Rado007. That's R-O-D-D-O-E-007 at Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and like Jews always say at Gmail. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. And you know where you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Treasure of J-U-L-E-S. Listen, pull up, follow me. Let me know what you want to talk about next week. Until then, have a blessed week and stay peaceful. Peace. Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.